Blog Talk Radio. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Good morning. What's up? Welcome to another amazing, amazing week in the NFL and a football fan watch radio. I am your host, Kaz. I am here with my co-host, Mike and Renard. Good morning, guys. I'm quite sure everybody's sluggish. Everyone's full. A couple people might be broke. But happy holiday weekend. Welcome back. <laughs> Post Black Friday and spending all this money after eating all that great food and trying to fight back colds from the Chicago weather? I don't do Black Friday. So. Nah, but I do me. Black Friday from my cell phone or my computer. I don't do Black Friday. <laughs> yeah, I don't but I really hope you guys do. do oh. Yeah, I, you know, I don't want to fight. Uh, no fighting. No fighting. It's not that either. I mean, Black Friday. <laughs> Fighting, fighting over anything is really outdated. If <laughs> you think about yeah. it, there are TV. better things to put your energy <laughs> that they got put on sale for Christmas anyway. Okay, okay. right. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> like wake up extra early. No, meow. I no. But with even with that being said, um. <laughs> What a week in football already. We've already had three games go down between six different teams. And I honestly did not like the outcome of one. I have some butts. I do have some butts. So we might as well go ahead and jump right into this. My Vikings traveled to the Detroit Lions for Thanksgiving and were the first game in the history of many games since the 1940s that the Detroit Lions have held and they always get the first game. But unfortunately, this was not the song that was playing at the end of the game. It no, it was not. It was a very, 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 very interesting game. But that song only plays in any place when the Vikings win. So clearly, it didn't play at the end of that game. So we are going to kick off today's show with a recap of the Vikings and the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions um, actually beat the Vikings by three points, so it ended 13-16 with the Lions now taking full sole possession of the um, NFC North, which is very interesting, but again... They looking real. The Vikings are really, really banged up. And I don't like giving teams excuses, but God dog. And they're she'll give the Vikings an excuse every time. Oh no. You no, know, no, I, I mean, do the, not. No, I do not. The bottom line <laughs> is at this point in the season, you know, um myself and probably the the you know, two of you outside of very diehard, extremely diehard Detroit Lions fans probably wouldn't have thought they would be where they are right now at seven and four, 
and leading the NFC North Division. So, I mean, when you take into consideration the game on Thursday, which I had, you know, the opportunity to sit up and, and just relax and lay around like a lot of people and watch all three games. Um, I was there. This I was game laying around. Was actually, I'm sorry for you. I apologize. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, when it really comes down to it, when it really comes down to it, it was a great game. I can't, I can't sit up here and and be um, mad about it. I don't or, know, you know great from game. a standpoint. I, it wasn't. I, it I wasn't stellar. It, it by was a competitive game. game. Let's say that. It was, right. It was. It was, it was, it was competitive. And that's and that's where I'll say that's where you know that's what I really mean when I say great. It was competitive in that fact. Um, you know, uh, greater game uh, we could talk about later would be the Ohio State versus Michigan. Uh, that was a great game, but this game just had so many things where it could have went either way. And unfortunately for our co-host Cass, who was a die-hard Minnesota Vikings fan, it went in the favor of the Detroit Lions on Thursday on Thanksgiving. And it didn't go my way. Uh, <laughs> you know, just from just, it, it really didn't. And you know, I mean, to be honest not, with you, I, I was sitting Freddie there watching like playing. the team did not. I was sitting there it. watching like there are plenty there. You know, Minnesota had plenty of opportunities to win and to take advantage. And it, it's man, it just it just well, happened. You know, it, 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 if we really, honestly, if you you want to get into it um, from that standpoint, just real talk, Minnesota did have tons of. Um, chances, especially on that opening drive where the refs basically allowed them to get it in. Like, please score this touchdown. I, I don't have any more chances to give you. But um, early in the game, they were allowing a lot of dirty plays to happen on both sides of the ball. No, they Late weren't. in the game, they got a lot of fight. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. <laughs> He's not even giving me that one. No, they weren't. No, I mean, you know. They, they, were, they weren't. They weren't. <laughs> here's here's the issue. Here, here's what it comes down to. Minnesota is truly banged up. It was hard watching Terrence Newman on the sideline. It was definitely hard watching um, Stephon Diggs on the sideline, who came and, and knew he was going to play. It was hard watching Captain Munderland do his best when he was just activated to play. Um, Trey Waynes is getting there, but he's not quite there, and he just cannot take the place of Captain Munderland or Terrence Newman, but what other choice did we have at corner? There were times that we had to run plays, several plays, without a tight end, and we have two really good tight ends in, in Rudolph and Ellison, and we could, I mean, the biggest problem with the Vikings right now, with everything that they are going through, these guys are going through a transition that is unreal. Um, to do things like cut Michael Pruitt to bring him back on a practice squad just to bring him back at a totally different salary to start him. They, they're they cutting guys. The O-line, the, you know, Cyril's went down. So there's our center in, in an already banged up offensive situation, especially on that O-line. We lose another one. So, I mean, it's just for the Lions who have won by three points, real talk, I mean, they they earned first place. They are the comeback kings this this season. But to have won by three points against the team where half of the team was out there pretty banged up and injured and the rest of the team just wasn't even there, and you still only won by three points, and you won by three points because the Vikings cannot control their penalties. 
That is interesting to me. I um, That's something they've got to. The Vikings are constantly giving other teams opportunities to march down the field. They're constantly committing penalties that result in one of two things, an automatic first down for their opposition, or they're backing themselves up from the line of scrimmage. They're constantly committing, and, and, and the penalties that they commit are – are you serious? Like you just so you just don't think the refs just see you bear hugging this dude who don't even away the from the shoot. ball. You were calling them the shoot, call shoot yourself in the foot penalties all day on Thursday. They are they really they really are because they're constantly backing you when you're on the when you we when the Vikings have the ball on offense. They're the the offense even before the snap, I mean, just just the the penalties that they are committing are constantly backing them up. So you've got a a say for example, you're third and and two. By the time y'all done committing penalties, you're third and seventeen. Well, that's never going to happen. Another thing that because the O line is really bad, and I know a lot of people had issues with. how Sam Bradford was throwing in the last two games has been a lot of short yardage passes. That comes from the O-line being bad. That comes from the O-line not protecting him enough to give him time to look down the field to find an open man. So you cannot – we already have Teddy Bridgewater out. If we don't have to put Sean Hill in the game, we will not put Sean Hill in the game. So now I can't let this man hold this ball. He got to get it out. So what I'm expecting y'all to do is stay within, you know, the plays that we call. Please, please cut and pay attention and do your best to get open because now I'm going to need my tight ends and my running back and definitely my receivers to gain more to go, yards on the ground. Definitely rushing yards need to go up because I don't have an O-line that will give me Tom Brady time to throw the ball. And if I let him hold the ball with the amount of time that he would need to scan the field and be like, dude's open, he'll be hit already. So do you want your quarterback taking 97 hits a game, or do you just want him to dump the ball five, six, seven-yard passes and y'all make a pass the line and, and let's go for another 10? So there's a lot going on. Nobody else's offensive coordinator got up and retired. Like they 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 got so much baggage. Retired. That I'm Wait a minute. Let's, call, let's call that is. You said retired. Quit. <laughs> Quit. He did retire from whatever I mean, he did. Re- he's not there. It, it's still retired. He said he was, you know, right. He resigned. Whether you and, quit or I'm retiring from your position at your employment. I can no longer see myself performing under these circumstances. Yeah, retired. He didn't think he could take the team. <laughs> he didn't think that he had what it took in the situation I that just they like are the retire in. Retire word was the nicer word. That's all. Well, he ain't I'm, there. I mean, I don't. It doesn't. <laughs> it is. He's not there. And I mean, and and he and he left in the midst of all, everything else that's going on. And, and they're now they're trying to fix their O line. Like you can tell, this team is humping. I mean, yesterday they signed. Um, Bishop sank to the practice squad just so they can activate him, so he will be active against the Cowboys. Um, more than likely, he'll be starting against the Cowboys, and 
what was the move today? They signed Hickey, I believe, Sean Hickey today. Like, you know, it took them way too long to get rid of Blair Walsh because you, if you would have looked back at a couple games, they would have been W's had Blair Walsh known stop watching Ace Ventura before every game because clearly <laughs> he was playing a lot of homage to that dude. So it, it, it's, it's just been – for them to even be sitting – number two in the division, and I'm watching how analysts are dumping on them, and they're using examples like the Cowboys and this and that, but who on the Cowboys besides Dez Bryant, who play every other week, is as banged up as they are? Who on Nobody. the Cowboys quit in the middle of the season? Who, Seattle, the Raiders, Atlanta, they actually have their stars out there. Adrian Peterson is on his way back, but he has missed already 85% of the season. Teddy Bridgewater didn't even get to play a snap. And they had to go find a quarterback who was hurt last year, so he didn't even play in Philly. So it, 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 it's a lot. It's, it, they're, they're trying to rotate people in and out. The O-line is confused. It's like the O-line hits the whistle and they – the ground game is not lethal. It's, it's nice when Jarek McKinnon gets loose. It's amazing when Matt Asiata gets loose. I would definitely invest in something there. So with what they're working with, these boys are sitting second place in the NFC North, and even though they've lost with the exception of the Bears, they have everyone has had to battle them down to the last second. So just imagine if the entire first string and that entire O line was healthy. This this wouldn't is this would look the way they did when they first came out in the season. So congrats, Detroit, that you got first place. But honestly, three points at the very end of the game off a pick from a a call that was a real call. They did need they they didn't have a tight end on the field. Someone does have to line up in a tight end position or it's a legal formation. That is true. That is in the rule book. Anybody wants to look it up, that's there. And Cordero was was not on the line of scrimmage. He 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 didn't line up. So if that play would have been successful and the refs would have totally missed that, the Lions would have lost. I get a W is a W. You gotta give it to them. They they secure first place, but they're not secure. If this was a Dallas conversation, I'd be like, gee, Dallas got first place. Like, hey, they balling. <laughs> the Lions are getting lucky. Yeah. And when you look at the postseason and lucky, I don't know if they've ever met the Cowboys. They can't, the in Lions real life. cannot do this against Atlanta. They, can, they cannot no. do this against Seattle. They cannot do this no. against Dallas. They can't. Because when you get behind, there will be no fourth quarter comebacks against these teams. Right. You you get behind with them, you'll just be there. You'll be back there. Tell me what my head. Seattle is going to break you in half, and Dallas and and Seattle is not even playing great football right now. Dallas will break you in half, and Dallas will run over you with the running game, and Atlanta just going to out throw you. So there is no opposition in it. In the NFC, where it will be okay to to hope you can come back in the fourth quarter for Detroit. Not at all. <laughs> I mean, everybody Not that's doing well in the rest of the NFC North, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Every once in a while, they they're they're reacting with a bad injury, but Detroit has their their starting lineup, their entire starting lineup in there. As a matter of fact, the rest of the NFC can't even say that. Even the leaders of the NFC 
can't say that. Atlanta has injuries in this wide receiving core. Um, Dallas, its most famous injury is Tony Romo, and they survived it. Uh, Russell Wilson has played off and on. Russell be out there playing hurt, though. Russell be limping off a play talking about some, let's go again. <laughs> right, so the rest of, Detroit is really hey, Detroit is, has their starters hard. in there and they're not looking great. When you have your Russell starters has, in there, you should look a lot better. Russell, yeah, and I so agree with you on that. What, as far as you know, if the so caliber and, and this is the this is no knock on um, Detroit's. I'm a knock. A team, I'm not. I'm a knock. You know, it's yeah, I know you are. Um, <laughs> It's just, you know, when it really comes down to it, you have to look at it's kinda of like in the you know, in in the NCAA where in the football rankings where you have Western Michigan who is twelve and oh and then you have Alabama who's twelve and oh. And if you look at their schedules, you have two twelve and no teams. One's gonna have the opportunity to play in the in the playoffs and the other one's not even gonna get close. Because of strengthening, because of strength of schedule. Now, when it really comes down to Detroit, Detroit hasn't really beat anybody who's you know who, in my opinion, they shouldn't have beat. You know, um, but as far as the, the stronger teams, you know, like I, I can't see them going head to head with Dallas and being as successful as they were. You know, um, like you said, uh, and some of the other Atlanta and, and a couple of other teams, this is just not the same outcome. But they just so happen to be in the conference where, you know, this the the strength of the conference overall isn't what it basically used to. mediocrity is uh, is being awarded. Mediocrity in this in this division, yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah. can do it in this division. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, because, I mean, if you look at it, like, Green Bay isn't playing that well, and they're supposed to be the cream of the crop, you know, and they're not. Whatever issues. They got all well, their they issues, creamy, but. Uh, yeah, that's, see, that don't even sound right. But. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but to make it even worse, it's not even just the wins that we're looking at with Detroit. The bad part is look at their losses. They lost to the Titans. They just lost to the Packers, they've lost to the Bears, and they've lost to the Texans. So it's not even just their wins you can say something good about. You're losing to crap. Yeah, well, hey, a loss is a loss, man. We know this. No, I'm not and even – I'm, I'm, adding, I'm adding more. You're barely winning. And then when you lose, you're getting destroyed by things where it shouldn't this, be a well, conversation. Well, let's 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 keep it in perspective. They're not getting destroyed because when you have, I mean, if, if to be destroyed, you'd have to be on the on the one hand of being a very great and stellar and outstanding team in itself to destroy somebody. Number one, when you are okay, I playing can see that. At, when you are playing at the bottom of. The league or the bottom the barrel. of the barrel, if you want to go, yeah, exactly. If you want to go there, they're losing to the catfish. Who, who's winning at the end of the day really isn't a big deal because it's not like you're losing to anybody who matters. You ain't losing to, you know, New England. <laughs> they didn't reverse the sure. lion lives do not matter. You know. <laughs> 
did you just say that? Oh my God! She did not just go there. I mean, basically, that's what the conversation is. Where we're going with this conversation is just like they first like, place. Oh, like, wow, they're trash. Like they're, wow. It's like they're trash. Are, let's let's ask the general public: Are they trash? <laughs> You know, While so we I, I are mean, not repping the worst division, I mean they're trash. I mean, I, I could I could see if they were like blowing people out, but they're not even blowing people away, man. It's like, you know, and and kudos. Are you, are you saying that the Lions should have lost is, their pride? They should lose I'm their pride. I'm not saying they. I, I'm not saying they lost their pride. I'm just saying they're in a jungle where it really doesn't matter whether they have it or not. I uh I definitely don't. Um, you know, I, they got in, they got a mansion on Seventy Street. In, in order in order to be the king, they in got order a mansion on Seventy Ninth Street. In order to be the king of the jungle, <laughs> you so stupid. You got to be able to fight in the jungle. See the problem you know, you got is this to is fight. You can't be the king. This is what's going on. This is you what's know, going on in the jungle of the. This is this is what's going on in the jungle of the NFC North. Somebody the the. Somebody is sniping the Vikings players, and then they they shooting at the Packers, and so they just went and hid. They like, do you see that? Like, yeah, I'm not going back out there. And then the Bears got a hold of the gun, and they just shooting themselves. Like, this that first one didn't hurt. And so the Lions, are <laughs> like, what's going on here? How is this happening? <laughs> like. What is going on? So the Vikings, are like, the Vikings are like when you play like it and stuff and it's goose, like your little safe base. That's what that's what the Lions are. They're like, I'm going to still touch this tree because they're looking at everything going on around them. They're not making any advancements to get out the jungle because they see everything going on. They're just going to stay on the safe side. Right. The Vikings like, try to leave. They're getting sniped. The Packers are they getting are, shot at, and they just running all over the place. They ain't figured out how to get out, and the Bears are shooting the lions, themselves, and the Lions, lions are, are just more, like, I'm going to stand right here. Right. They are more or less like, you know what, hey, man, laws don't hit me, I'm cool. I'm going to stay right over here. See, right. See, see right over here? Like see right over here? Getting I, I, out of win, the situation. I, as, as, long as, I keep, as long as I win this one, don't matter how – I don't have to dominate, but as long as I win – I'm cool, but it does matter how you dominate a game. It does matter how much right. you control the clock. It does matter how you know how many times you take opportunities of third of third down conversions. All of these things do matter when it comes down to the brass tacks of all of it. When you step on that field, so yeah, they're they're in, in, they're number one in the NFC North, but like we said, like. Come on, man! Y'all ain't really beat nobody. You ain't, you ain't blew nobody out. Nobody. You haven't won by much. We didn't call them the cowardly lions. You know, I mean, well, they are. If I was a king, they're playing. They're playing the same. Right. They're playing. Oh, they did good. The cowardly lions were the whole game, and then they they won at the end, just like at the end of the Wizard of Oz. They are the cowardly lions. Yeah, you know, the church comes. Well, you, I mean, when, when, now hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not the end yet. <laughs> it's not the you end. Said it ain't the end yet. <laughs> end it's the not day. over. No, because we do have five another five more, more weeks. We got five yeah. more weeks. 
happens, then we got the playoffs. So, I mean, the 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 crazy yeah, thing about clear. it is the NFC North is not getting a wild card player. So whoever comes out of the NFC North, in order to, um, whoever makes you, the playoffs from the N, NFC North has to win the division. I don't think the NFC North is getting two uh, playoff teams. I think they could. It's possible. That is crazy. It's, it's possible, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, 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 it's you know, it's, it's a skin of the team possible, yes, it's, it's possible. possible. Realistically, I don't think it's going to happen. You know, it would be interesting to see. I mean, I mean, right now, with the rankings the way they are, um, we didn't think any of this was possible. Hold on, hold on, Thanks. hold on. Nobody thought we didn't think this was know, possible. I know for a it's fact, five I, weeks see, left, I did not and the Vikings, see. The Vikings out there like it's drafting. You know, um, <laughs> now as far as the bear, as far as the Bears go, I can't really. I don't really know where I saw them no, this year. Dying, I think no. I was kind of. Yeah, that, I, I, didn't I think, think that, I was kind of hopeful they would I, just survive the year in some kind of. I saw know, the Bears um, being zero and sixteen, but like every year, once they win a game, I get I get overly excited for no dumb reason. Well, like you every know, other not, Bears fan. You know, and, and who keeps <laughs> going, man? I I don't even know what to say. Uh, it's just they. they they are a phenomenon all within themselves and a conundrum at the same time with they a bunch are not of caveats. A phenomenon. <laughs> well, they it depends how you define But but so with that being said, <laughs> as we wrap, because we can we can move mosey right on onto them. So as we wrap this up, the Lions have with the field goal kicked their way into first place, sole first place. The Vikings are a game below them, unfortunately, and uh, there's a half a game. Whatever it is, they are not. Oh, it is a full game because they dropped two. They've dropped three um, division matchups. They've lost three. So that's that's serious. Now that's that's pretty deep. That shouldn't have happened, but there is still still a lot of fight left. They're, they're, the they're, problem they're... is Detroit's schedule for the rest of the season is Mickey Mouse. You look here, and everybody else's schedule was told it but, was Mickey Mouse too, and, but, and but I'm not the going. Thing, though, even though they they may have a Mickey Mouse schedule, as you just so eloquently put it, um, from the standpoint of that's that, it's still five more games left, man. It can yeah, go it is. Anyway, <laughs> Detroit has proven you they know, can lose to the Little Sisters know. of the Poor. They've lost to the Bears, they've lost to the Jaguars, and they've lost to the Titans. Detroit has proven they can lose the games they should win. He always says Little, little sisters, sisters of the of Poor. Yeah, oh I did say that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, unfortunately, it's kind of like, you know, um, fitting for the summary. <laughs> But see this how the game is already in play. It is what it is. You know, and Detroit is is in number one, ladies and gentlemen. And I don't think it's a bad time to give them a round of applause because none of us outside of Detroit plans. I'm not giving them a round of applause. You know what? I would give Detroit a round of applause. No, I'm not giving them a round of applause because they are coming from behind and barely beating teams with their starters. 
And that's all I'm going to say. What's your starter? Well, what? The only person that's like he's ready to play every week is Matt Stafford, and you know that you know that took a lot for me to say no, that. No, it's, well, it's no, no. Golden though. Tate is balling, Anquan Bolden is balling. Boy, they balling. They're balling. No, I, mean, I, I, no, they're I won't say connect. Golden Tate and you know, Anquan Bolden are balling. Well, guess, I will say they came who, and doing their guess, job. Guess who? Guess whose team? Guess whose teammate names are called? For those last minute plays and getting open and the connection, I just named them both. Like I said, I won't say they're they're balling. They're balling. I'll say they're doing their job. I'm looking at their stats. They're balling. You like me? Me? Neither one of us want to give Detroit any props. No doubt, they're balling. They they really are. You can look at their stats from both of them, and they're doing everything from flying in the stands to just a check down play. They're getting open for Matt. That the connection that everybody was worried about with Megatron being gone, they fill those shoes. And when Golden Tate gets open, it's lethal. That's been really lethal yardage. It hasn't been bullcrap yardage. So people just have to figure out how to play them. But at the same time, they have a ninety percent healthy team, and this is how they they shouldn't be winning. The Vikings need to. Tighten up on their penalties, and they could win a lot more. They got five games left. They're making some moves. We'll see how that goes. But the Vikings took an L, and the Lions took first place. So moving right along, we have more NFC North going down. And today we have, oh, where do we want to go? Do we want to go from bad to worse, or from worse and get it over with, and then talk about the bad? <laughs> <laughs> I um, mean, we 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 gonna talk to we gonna go from bad to worse and from worse to horrible. So I guess well, uh, we're well, gonna call we, we're gonna call well, Packers for worse. We only have two more NFC North talk teams to talk about. So I, what's horrible? What's horrible? Bad bad is bad is what what happened on Thursday. Worse no, is we're the Packers over that. and the Bears that, are horrible. That was, okay, that wasn't even a question, but all right. That so we gonna talk about the Packers game. That was I mean, not you know, bad. I, I, that was it's not, not bad, bad, meaning good in either case. So it really doesn't matter, as LL would say. Um, so I mean, we, we, we can listen to the show. They don't even know who that is. They just think that's the dude on NCIS LA. <laughs> like no, ladies and gentlemen, they don't know who that is. Legend. You need to go back and listen to your history. They're not going to go back and listen to it. They listen to Lil Yachty, who clearly told them that he feels like the rap game is Designer is their their leader. Designer (laughs) Designer is not their leader. Designer is not their leader. Well, you know, I've been been full of interesting moments. Designer is not their leader. Quiet as kept. They don't know what designers saying either. They just like the tracks. Well, I don't even think you know what he's saying. You know, I'm mean, nothing against it's dude. The, Everybody's entitled to a career. You know, if I, like I said, I don't even know what he's saying. I don't even listen to him. I think I may have heard one song, and it might have been him. But you know, I, I, I think it's it's more of a thing. And, and then we get back into football because you know everybody on this show is is in the music, and we all have a musical background. Um, I'm like really. I haven't heard the new Tribe Called Quest record yet, and I'm so anxious yeah, to hear it. it. 
you know. Oh and gosh, I, don't listen. I'm looking at listen. I'm looking at I'm looking at getting back into that because I heard um, the De La Soul record, and that record is off the chain. So you know, for us. "Quote unquote old head." I'm cool. People. I'm a trap music you queen, know. so it. I I have the I mean, De La like, Soul. De La Soul. I, can, I have I the Trap Call Quest album because it was given to me, and I did like Trap coming up. But I'm not sure. You know, I I definitely get into I like the, y'all uh, you know lot. from projections. You're so funny. From productions from a production standpoint, I get into that standpoint. I just you know, I like to hear what people are saying and I mean, I'm just different different when it comes to that. But and you know, everybody we, all music has this mood and it's time and it's and it's all great in its, you know, interpretation of who's ever doing the interpretation. So, you know, congratulations to who's ever being successful. I'm not tripping. But anyway, back to this bad um, you know, choice of um, options we have to talk about in the NFC North right now. Um, Green Bay is later on playing Philly, and I believe who else is playing? I just had to schedule up. Where'd it go? There it goes. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, people. Da, 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 da. The Bears are paying the Titans. Really not much to say mm-hmm. about either game. Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota. They ran a whole clinic on the Packers. They ran a clinic. The score looked like one of the college games yesterday. No, it's it's something to say. Even if you got to give the props to the Titans. So I think think it's going to be like, you know, uh, Mariota's definitely living up. He's starting to come into his own, and, and it's it's one of the things that's rare for it has been a rarity for his class, you know, especially seeing, you know, with Mr. Johnny Football and and his fame and and uh flame <laughs> if you wanna call it. Um with his James, famous Jameis. Well no, I, I think Jameis is doing pretty you know, he's doing having I mean, regardless of where he is. He is he's doing pretty good, you know. But you know, James was going to be out there. He was a he was a he was a he was a pat, pimp term pastor in his former life, with them good so pregame fun. speeches and them oh. halftime speeches. Oh. Why 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 he got to be a pimp turned into a pastor? Because <laughs> <laughs> he running game I mean, on those folks. He running I mean, good game. Wow! So for the religious people tuning in, so, if you so still what insulted. You so what you try the to opinions like, express like, other opinions you know, of Renard and Renard only, and they do not reflect the opinions. Exactly. I, I don't even <laughs> I can't even go with you on that one because you, boy. Game on see, see, look, look. Yes, look, I went man, there. Look. Let's keep let's keep the pimps and the pastors out of this, <laughs> please. <laughs> Um, and, let's, and let's just say that you know, I mean, you know, he's he's doing. We're gonna get back that, to the Bears that, and the Titans. Let's class. get back to the Bears and the Titans. Right, you know. So today, um, as everyone knows, Jake Cutler is out with a um, injured Aaron labrum, Aaron. and we don't know if he's going to be. Well, he's not playing today. Obviously, that's you know not news to anybody. He ain't played but all was, season. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Forget you. He, he, played, in the, he well, played in the Vikings game. 
In what game? He gave a what? speech in the Vikings game, and the Vikings didn't what? understand coming off of Bible was even happening. So what happens when he you play the Detroit Lions game? So what? It, I mean, like, mm. like play, like I mean, but see, like that was actually suspect in the Detroit Lions game. To, I don't to care actually what you play, say. you have to like stay on the field. I'm just saying, you know. I mean, he came in one game. Oh my God, a couple games. Well, it's two games, right? Um, after already being gone, he come back two games. Now he's hurt again. And he been hurt for like know, three was, years. He been hurt, dude. Okay, we not gonna be gang up on each other. No, we not gonna gang up on him. We I don't need to gang this. up on them. He's look horrible. Why is this is positive over. motivation? It's, it's, if we if we this, do this, he's gonna come back and say another speech. But look, listen, <laughs> you so stupid. So here's the thing, though. It's not that he's not we're ganging up ganging up on him. If you look at it, he and Tony Romo have very similar. You know, they're very similar. They both suffer from this brokenness epidemic. <laughs> <laughs> When it comes to Hold on. I thought you were gonna say, wait, no, this is this is funny. I thought you were gonna say they're both similar. Yeah, they both suck. Make you and that's <laughs> you said I thought. Why don't you just? I, I thought really you were gonna say that they both suck. I just. I mean, well. You would have to give them an analysis. Who's doing that now? And now the Bears know, are I mean, stuck with him. And they are because he only has like twelve point five million left on his contract plus a two million two million dollar in bonuses. So it's not like But he's like he's really like that food you you ever like been in a dinner table where somebody wanted to taste your food and you knew it was nasty so you like pushed your plate over there and then they tasted it and you thought you got ready to get no. plate do you turn around because no. they slid it no. back. That's no, what happened with that color. Nobody wants it's that. It's even worse than that. It's even worse than that. His food, his food is the one that you actually throw away in the garbage can. You put the plate on top of us. So that can. was the case. The Bears would be in a good position if they could just throw him away. They would. They would just be like, "What? Well, <laughs> not really right out." They would. They would honestly throw him away. Like, they have been trying. Wait a minute. Hold on. You know, hold on, hold on, hold on. and this hold is not on, a bad color moment. Wait a minute. You know, Bernard. So I, so I Bernard. I don't want to want to get into that because I'm this is not here. what we're Bernard. about. Here. So, <laughs> but, here. you know, Are you the thing okay? is, he yes. can, you know, he can honestly still end up in Chicago next year because they're not going to lose a lot of money if they keep him. You know, plus on top move. of that, on top of that, if, if he comes back to Chicago, y'all should move. You know, this like is I'm the plus on top it. of that. You have to look at the fact that you know the quarterback pool isn't as deep as it you know has been in recent years. You know, coming up. So, and Chicago true to form is not going to do um, what people think is the what, what fans would, would believe would be best support of a team. And I'm not saying we know everything, but you know, on the outside looking in, you know, people tend to have a non-biased um, opinion as to, like, what needs to be fixed because we can see that you need an O-line. <laughs> we can see that the quarterbacks are always getting sacked. We can see that the quarterback, that the wide receiver core is, you know, at, at his best, um, you know, uh, questionable at times. These are all things that are visible. These are not things that you have, you know, have to look into some crystal ball in order to to imagine or to get a picture of because it's visible. It's reality. It's right here in front of our faces. 
And I always say in front of the office of Chicago Bears, is like, can y'all for once sit down and do a true assessment of what really needs to do, be done in order to make this team, you know, a, a championship caliber or a Super but in Bowl all caliber? Fairness, in, all, in all fairness, though, and I'm going to even let Renard expound on this, they, I can't say that they aren't trying. I don't. I won't say that they. Well, I can't. They've made coaching changes. Um, Renard, what are some other changes that they've made? They're trying. It's just not coming together. They've made changes. The only good thing I can honestly say about the Bears' changes that they've been making in recent years is two years ago their linebacking core looked horrid. They have made a. They have increased their linebacking core. That's the only good thing I can say about the changes they've made. Their their coaching changes they've made in the last four years. We don't know. We don't know what's going to end up with John Fox. Their quarterback situation has been well. We keep this because that's not better. Their wide receiver situation they can't make a decision on. They let go of the good tight end we have. Um, there are so many things going on with the Bears. They're making changes. They're making <laughs> the wrong changes. And it is just not fun to watch this. No, it's not even fun for the people who don't like the team. <laughs> it, is, it is so The only good positive thing I can say oh, Is that the they, they seem to be Working on the linebackers But there is a lot of other positions they need to fix The secondary looks like crap It looks like crap I mean For Fuller to be Who you all put all your eggs in that basket And then Kyle Fuller Is not even playing You put all your eggs in the Kevin White basket He's not playing you put all your uh, the rest of the eggs in the Alshon Jeffrey basket. He can't play. They shouldn't even have no it, more eggs left. I mean, they should be like a fifty-year-old woman. They keep buying Man, I think I think their ends. I think their head. You know, all their hands are like you know dried up and like man, are we giving this powder dog? Because it ain't really happening right now. Play. I'm they sorry. They keep going and buying <laughs> a dozen eggs from the store and then they throw them at the, all like, up against the wall. That's the problem. They're throwing these eggs that's against the wall. Okay, well then and let's, let's ask sticking. a bigger question. Let's ask a bigger question. Where they get? Why they keep getting money for eggs? Because no, I have a lot of questions. Because I have a lot of questions. Don't know what they're doing. I mean, it's mm. just it's mm. you know. I mean, when it when it really comes down to it, you know, there is. Let's let's be for real. There is a a science to putting together a team. You know, because you have to be, you have to look at what you need, and you have to be, in order to look at what you need, first off, you have to be honest about what you need. You know, and then in being, and taking that into reality, you also have to take into account what you have to spend in order to get that. You know, and once you see what you have spent, you have to see what you have available for free agency, you have to see what you can trade, you know, especially with there only being five weeks left, you got to look at what you can do in the draft, you know, next, next year. So there's all these variables that have to be considered. With the way Chicago has historically built their team outside of the 85 Bears, which, you know, was, as we all know, built on its defense because with the exception of Walter Payton, uh, Willie Gold, and uh, Jim McMahon, a few other people, it wasn't like the 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 office was extremely just explosive. 
So we've never had a history here of having a New England-type offense, if you will. One is going to just bury you no matter what. Every time you step on the field, we know we got you. It's never been like that here. It's always been up and down. It's always been, you know, um, fight tooth and nail. And 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 that's no problem. It's the Midwest, man. It get cold here, so shoot, you know, you got to have some grit about you regardless of anything. But to look at where we are and and now in this season and dealing with, you know, Alshon Jeffrey gonna be gone for four. He gonna come back in the last two games, and that what is that gonna do? Nothing for what us. What did he do before? Like he wasn't. He doing wasn't doing jack. And I mean, and, and 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 like you know, I said it earlier in the season. You know, I was questioning all the injuries in the first place. That's just me. <clears throat> you know, I mean, how long are you gonna be hurt? Really? If because when you want to play, you want to get back out there. You do. No, they don't do that. They, no, no, they don't do that in the NFL. Like they, no, that's a lot of money. That's. They don't make a movie oh, about I, it. You keep on pushing them like that. Like, no, they don't. They don't. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, what you know, with that exception aside, you know, I, I look at it just from the standpoint of there's a lot of work to do on all sides of the ball, unfortunately, when it comes to Chicago. I mean, we, you know, it's, it's our record is horrible outside of you know, right, right next to Cleveland. You know, and John Fox is one of those coaches who is, you know, regardless of his background and what he's been able to do in other cities, it just hasn't translated here yet. And if he, if he's here next year and the they don't get no rid of Jay Cutler, English. I'm not at all. There's no translation for what I mean. I don't even know what English. What what? <laughs> I have no okay, clue. I'm gonna cut all of this. What language is speaking? To the, to the quick. The bottom line is the Bears need to to make some extreme some hard decisions. Yep. They need to make some hard decisions because the only reason to keep Jay Cutler would be financial because of a low cap hit for next season. They need to consciously make a decision that we are going to truly rebuild this this Band-Aid and patchwork positioning uh, is not working. They keep mm-hmm. trying to say, well, we want this person or we want that person or we're going to go get this person so we can look decent next season. You need to make it just a conscious decision, and I'm the person that has defended Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler hasn't worked. It just hasn't. Partially because of their, make, their own decisions of not getting the right people around Jay Cutler, but regardless of the reasoning of why it hasn't worked, it hasn't worked. <coughs> they, need to cu- they need to cut bait with Jay Cutler. They need to cut bait with some of their wide receivers. And notice I didn't say one of. I said some of. And even if you believe that Kevin White and Alshon Jeffrey are good, cut the rest of them. Because all these other players that you keep on thinking, like Eddie Royal and everybody else, are going to be good. Cut the rest of those. Go get a real tight end. I can't believe you thought Zach Miller was a good replacement. Replacement for Martellus Bennett Never was going to happen That was a bad decision to begin with Now, if we move on to the defensive side of the ball It's time to get some secondary Some real secondary There have been some players out there That were available Like Antonio Cromartie He was available Uh, You had quite a few other players That have been available If you're not going to get some good free agents In the secondary 
go draft somebody worth it. Don't just draft a track star. Stop drafting these track stars. Your name is not Al Davis. Then, on top of that, be prepared to look like crap on purpose. Because in these past few seasons, in these past few seasons, you knew you you tried to not look like crap, and you ended up looking like crap. Be prepared to look like crap because you're developing your players. Period. Because the Bears need to make some real decisions and move forward instead of just being stagnant in the same place, trying to figure out what they're going to do. The problem well, is, you know, the problem is the McCaskey family wants <clears> to <throat> win. On beer money and have mm-hmm. champagne taste. Well, you know, so I mean, when when it really comes down to it, and and, and let's get back to what's really important. We we and not to say that anything we haven't talked about thus far hasn't been, but today's matchup, you know, with against the Titans again. It's you know unfortunately it's the Bears, ladies and gentlemen, and fortunately it's the Bears. We you know we love our team and yes, you all do. You know, and regardless of what the record no, is she right makes now, sure that it's, she, it's she distances herself every chance she can. Every hey man, she... look, she look. Cass loves the Vikings. Okay. You know, regardless of where they where they are, what's going on with she, she may not like the you know choices they make. But as a fan, this is how you're supposed That's to feel, you know, about, about your team. Oh, well, I'm not. So, I just yeah, find it I'm very not, funny I'm, that I'm when Lovey Smith and Nathan Vasher and Bernard Berrien were in Chicago, oh my gosh, the amount of Chicago Those Bears are my stuff friends. that she owned. I know. Yes, it was. I know and, and, your and, and, and this is. Fans. And and it, and, and, it, and in that in this explanation in, in this explanation alone, you should already understand why that year specifically was okay. But well, however, she it wasn't she, just that but, year. It was a few I, years. I went, it was just fun. No, it wasn't a few but years. At the, but at the same time, you know, because I, mean, I totally you know, got talked about by them. Oh, especially when 2007 rolled around, it was like, so it's like you really feel. I feel like I'm going to rock this purple and gold to your game. You know, so when it when it really comes down to it, t- today we have Marcus Mariota going up against Brian Hoyer, um, who is going to be taking Jay Cutler's place. And yeah, I thought even with both names, it's like you know, it's not second string with Barkley. And given no, everyone knows who Marcus Mariota is. Yeah, it's just like um, you know, like I don't really. It's like uh, I'm just glad ooh. the Bears went back and got David Fells. It doesn't really matter. Oh, He's not geez. playing. He's like you know just backing up today. If that and but but you know with with the way that it's, <laughs> the way Chicago with the way it's all out, set up. You know, with the way the Chicago Bears are set up. You know, you never know um, if you who what quarterback's yeah. going to play from day to day because they tend to get hurt. Um, you know, at the drop of a hat, sometimes nothing against them. It's just sometimes, hey, you don't have it a lot to protect you, and right. and it happens. It's just part of the game. But in today's matchup, 
it's really a no-brainer when you re- when you look at it. Uh, the, t- the Titans have the edge in every possible way. Um, so I don't think this is going to take too much thought to decide on whose side we're on. Um, I love my Bears, but at the same time, man, it's cause it, unless y'all just happen to have a stellar game, no drops, you score on every, you know, every um, – possession um you get a bunch of kickoff returns they go for a bunch of yardage you get a pick six so, outside of okay, having you all this. having a let's perfect fix game let's, let's fix this let's fix this <laughs> so if you guys are playing madden and you have the bears right now you have a very good chance of winning on your own <laughs> there you go there you go that is the best way to but sum it up, ladies and gentlemen. If you if you are playing Madden with the Bears and you got skills, you have a better chance of winning you got a whip. than you do you if you're actually playing live. Man, I'm and that's you it. having to and use these sad. references. This is what not fun that like? we have to use this. It's not. I it's hate not fun. If my squad lost to the to the okay, but you're okay, but at least y'all beat the Lions. Like, come on. True. Like really, <laughs> we beat the Lions. But, even but if it's we lose the Lions, you know, and, and we've and the only reason I said because we've already had the discussion. Like it's the Lions, man, and they're in first place, like for real. Right, it's the Lions. So you really, so you really, so you really can't say and give credit to the Bears beating. You know, it, 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 come on, it's, it, look at the division as a whole and then apply it realistically. It really doesn't mean much. They're not playing. None of these. None of these teams are playing like great, outstanding, you know, football. They're all either winning or losing by the skin of their teeth. Green Bay, or the hair on their chinny chin chin, or something. Exactly. Whatever you know, the deal so, is, it's a very you know, inter- that, and, and, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so outside of you know, the other <clears throat> outside of the other division we spoke of earlier with the Cleveland Browns, who are zero and eleven, you know, basically the AFC North and the NFC North both look like crap. Right, you know, so it's hard to be like, you know, yay, we got a record, and I look at who you played, and I'm like, I'm not really enthused about who you played because you really ain't, you haven't dominated a game yet, you know, so. When it comes down to it, you know, Tennessee is going to do whatever they need to do to win today. It is obvious. Um, They are looking to get to the point to where they're actually 500. um, Wow. Right, they're five and six. (laughs) And they may actually do it today at the Bears' expense. Nothing against the Bears, but I'm pretty sure if we took the time, I'll turn on ESPN and a couple other channels and pull them up that – I don't think that there'll be too many analysts who disagree with our analysis of what's going to happen today. Not we, uh, you know, if we ha if we happen to be wrong, I am cool with being wrong, but I just don't see it. It's, I don't I don't see it. You know, the Bears aren't playing well. Um they don't have the weapons they need to have. Um the, their starter quarterback is out. They and you know and so they have so many factors against them. Now they could be they could they could turn around and be the bad news the bad news bears on us, you know and in the role the next five games. But at the same time, 
you know, what does that mean when it really comes down to you find yourself in a playoff situation against one of the top teams, in the, you know, in the league, and you have to really perform. Now, granted, anything can go any way or any Sunday, you know, or whatever day, but let's keep it realistic. You know, Chicago just right now is not in a position where they have the weapons they need where to be successful. And it's just what it's what it is. And I don't really see them winning the day against the Titans at all. Renard? Renard? Uh, you, you, know, you went all around the Mulberry Bush to say the same thing that I was going to say, I believe the Bears are going to lose. And I believe they're going to lose, lose horribly. You know what's sad? This is how we now have show indicators. We not know when a team is having a bad season because they get like 45 minutes. <laughs> was dedicated to the Lions. We couldn't talk about the Lions for less than 30 minutes if we tried. Now we're like, Lions in first place. We don't know how. Something's crazy. They've got a coach. No, we don't like the coach. No, maybe we do. All right. Like, like end of that conversation. And this year with the amount of time that we're spending on the Bears is um anti-resting. Yes, that is all right. I, I added, just made it up to keep it real. I didn't know another one. The conversation for the Bears. We stretched it beyond what we needed to. I don't understand. Yeah. We kept talking about the Bears when we knew knew the conversation about the Bears should have been over with five minutes. Well, in. the Bears looked. No, over. you just wanted the conversation to be over with. What we did was touch on a lot of different key. We touched on the same things that we honestly touched on when it came down to. The Lions and what the Lions needed to fix and how the Lions have pulled it together. Not greatly, but they've made a change. Right. It's been balanced, you know, so it it hasn't been where, you know, we've definitely been giving a balanced analysis of all, you know, of both teams. So it hasn't been swayed one way or the other. Um, It just so happens that, man, you know, (sighs) They look how they look. (laughs) They look how they look, you know, and and the Bears just, they don't look as good as Detroit does. I'm not saying Detroit looks stellar. Obviously, you know, um, they're okay at this point. But when it comes down to what what really matters, what really matters is that Detroit's in first place, Minnesota's in second, Green Bay's in third, and the Bears are pulling at the bottom. And, that, and that's it. And that's then, it. You, and you know, we can't really. So moving can't, on can't from that, none of us are none of us are picking the Bears to win. We all picking Tennessee. Is that the move? Tennessee is taking the yes. W. Yeah. I okay. believe so. And I, you know, I, I'm just hoping that it won't be like one of those. If it's a slaughter, I'm gonna just turn it off. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'll turn it again next game up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Well, I. I will say this, um, we're over them, and moving on, <laughs> we have another team, we have another team um, in the NFC North that is also looking very non-NFC North-esque, and that happens to be the Green Bay Packers, and they do battle with the Eagles today, and a year or two ago, this would have been a good matchup. Today, we are laying little flowers at the feet of Mother Jesus, I mean Mother Jesus, Mother Mary, and Mother hope Jesus. that 
That's probably what some people say watching them play, though. And then the that, you know, you this is a decent there. game to watch. But the Packers have found a way to unravel themselves. The chemistry just isn't there. It's just not their season. It's just, it's just not Instead the chemistry for them. Marys, they'll, be, they'll be saying some Hail Marys in prayer that this is not just they, a horrible game. True that. Because they got some work to do in the off season, and they got I think a lot of work they to do. Should, I think one of their jobs should be to go to um, like counseling or a spa or like get a guru because they clearly have tension that needs to be released. And no, I'm saying. The geriatric defense. Mike McCarthy is not getting it done. Um, and that's not even saying he's a bad coach. It's just that I don't think his locker room is listening to him anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I mean, there's there's a lot of factors you can take into account when it comes to why there may be discontent amongst the team. Now, the bad um, part about Aaron Rodgers, you know, <laughs> I just can't leave it out. He, the diva quarterback that he is, people don't want to hear his quote unquote diva ness while they're not winning. When they're winning, they get over it. Well, he, he is just not, is himself. Yeah, well, I mean, he hasn't changed. Well, his, and on top of that, you know, this is who he was when you were winning. So why should he have to change? Because you know he because you're now not winning as much. Um, you know, when players, it's hard enough being a, a a great player. It's hard enough being a great player who is you know who has notoriety in the spotlight. So when you take these things into account, you know, if I can understand where Aaron Rodgers is having a problem with his people and his team, if they're not on the same page and there are things that should be being done that are not being done, and because of the type of player he is, because of the caliber of person he is, that he would expect that. Now, I can also see the flip side of that, where he's just playing out, you know, a person that people don't like. <laughs> you know, because everybody's not for everybody. You know, so I, I, I think that you're that putting it nicely. Too. They don't I like am. him, and they and they put up with it I while am. they were winning. I am. I have to because it's the reality of it. They don't want to put up with it now. But my whole thing is, once you're already putting up with it, you can't change your mind. But he's produced. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he's. And, and, he's and, and, it's and, not and, like. And there, and therein lies my whole point. He's already done it. It's not like he hasn't done anything. If he if he was one of those people that was just running off at the mouth and I need to get this and I need to get that, and he didn't have the numbers or the stats and stuff to, to back it up, it'd be totally different. But he has the stats and everything <laughs> to back up. But it's everything. not just. While Jay Cutler this season seems to be the name under Jay Cutler, I'm sorry, Aaron Rodgers seems to be the name coming out of everyone's mouth because he is so affectionately been listed as the team leader and he has made things happen with nothing. He has 
thrown some fairy dust on the field, and it's been amazing to watch. There are still other areas, as even as Renard was starting off with um, the defense, there's still other areas that aren't gelling. Their O-line is crap as well. We all know that Aaron Rodgers is one of the most sought-after and sacked quarterbacks in the league and has been since, well, heck, we can go back to Brett Favre days. So they, they've never had an amazing O-line. They've just had an amazing one-two, one-two-three, if you will, punch connection where he knew that his receivers would some kind of way get open for him before he took a big hit. It, and and it, they've been lucky, but just this particular year, they're just not gelling the way that we're used to seeing them. So is it just time for fresh blood, not even just at the coaching position, but is it time to really – they really need to route their O-line, and that's just real talk. But the defense, how's the defense run its course? I mean, what can they do um, – you know they've been putting out or when when they start putting out a million articles of basically I call them save the coach articles, you know that there is something truly wrong, and there have been tons of save the coach articles coming out all week long about Mike McCarthy, so it's obvious there's a disconnect um some feel as as Renard does that the locker room is lost, and so once you lose the locker room, you've lost control of the team, depending on the team um but there are just a lot of I think when you have the defense not gelling with the defense, the offense not gelling with the offense, the special teams is kind of weird, and you, you, your stars are steady getting hurt. And I just think it's a lot of tension that they haven't worked out. I, I just think it's a team full of tension. I don't think they're a bad team, but I think the tension has gotten so thick, you know, you cannot cut it with a knife this season. It just is what it is. We, and the only reason – you all can see it is because we are on contract to go out and play these games, but we really just want to go out there and fight each other and, like, beat the playbook into the other person because they're not doing it right. Like, the tension is so serious that it's, it's obvious. They're trying to play through it, but they're just not. They're, they're just In really general, not. to agree with what you're saying, tension is not visible, but their tension is. It is, yeah. And that's it really problem. is. And you should never be able to see tension, but you can see theirs. It is, and I won't necessarily say lost the locker room, or what I'm about to describe might be the definition of losing the locker room. The locker room has grown tone deaf, in my opinion, to Mike McCarthy. Whether he calls the players or not, they're not hearing him. They're not listening anymore, and that's, that is, well, and he's not a bad coach. He's not even doing bad right now. But the Green Bay fans have a level of expectation that should be excellence. And what's going out there on the field right now is not excellence. And I'll tell you right now what this looks like with the Green Bay Packers. If they don't get better, they would be in danger of looking like what the Packers did in the early 80s, which was well, very I think, bad. I, I would not know. I, okay. The thing, <laughs> the thing for them would be, like, if, they, if they're if they smart about it and they see where things are now and they're being honest about the assessment which needs to be made, they won't wait until do 
they'll start making these changes, you know, as soon as possible. Um, going into the with free agency and also into the draft, you know, we should see that. Um, there are times when you usually get to a team, and teams that are used to winning, they're so, they're, they don't know how to deal with adversity all the time because they're so used to winning. You know, this is the Green Bay Packers we're talking about. They, You know, Aaron Rodgers is, is, is like, you know, um, for lack of a better better phrase, like a god amongst men sometimes. But at the same time, he's human. And when you get to the standpoint to where you don't have this, have this, the support you're used to having and the, and, and the caliber you're used to having, then, you know, a lot of that takes away from you being superhuman, so to speak. You know, people get to see the, norm, the, the normality of who you are as a person. And as a football player, and I'm not taking away from his skill, he can ball, period. You know, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks I think I've had, you know, the pleasure of being able to check, to see. Um, but where Green Bay is at this moment is just they've got so much that you can, like you said, like you both said, and I agree with you, you know, that you can you can feel the tension and you can feel the discontent. You can just feel that there's something off about the team, regardless of what it is and whether you don't know what it is specifically. You can just feel that there's something there that's causing them not to really perform the way that they're used to performing. And whether it be the coach or whether it be, you know, Aaron Rodgers or, you know, whether it be the injuries or whatever the case may be. It could be a combination of all of these things, which most likely it is, the likely it is, you know, causing causing where their their the so the the outcome so far we look seeing as far as the season goes. Um and it, it's 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 what well, you know, it's 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 obviously a changing of the guard somewhere. I don't know how you know how it's gonna all fall out when it comes to them, and I really can't give a um, prediction. Obviously, I'm no fortune teller, so I don't even get to doing all that. But <laughs> you know, looking at just where you know, just this them period, they have a lot of changes they got to make. You know, they they. And it's and it's time. You know, all teams go through this. It's nothing that. That should come as a shock. It's, it's. Um... No, it's a shock. I can't. It's a shock. Because you shocked you honestly this happening. Are you shocked this happening or shocked this happening this soon? I'm. Um. It's it's just a shock the way it's happening. You okay. just would expect them to get old and die. I don't mean like in real life. <laughs> I'm just saying like. I know. The team just—it is what it is, and I think. And what I'm looking at now is if anyone's a parent, when you have that newborn baby and the baby is sleepy, but he's really irritable, so he's going to fight everything because he doesn't want to go to sleep, even though it's time for him to go to sleep. That's what we're watching. They're very irritable right now. Ladies and I hate Joe, that. Like the the no, <laughs> they're just they're know, just they they really good. are irritable right now, and and they're trying to pull it together, in front of of, of a huge stage of people, and that's that's not easy to do. It's not easy to do. 
Well, you know, I so, mean, it's, the analogies that are going across my head are spinning, and I'm sure they're very accurate. Go ahead and kick one out. No, I, I, my analogies, <laughs> they go left field, but they come in the natural position. They come naturally. I don't have any right now. And it is just, even as a Bears fan, in disliking the Packers, what makes disliking them fun often is their is their success. Because if, for example, let's say if the Bears beat the Packers tomorrow or today, and the Bears will play in the Packers. If they beat the Packers today, it's like, okay, they beat the Packers. They didn't really beat a good team. When the Bears are being, I mean, when the Packers are being successful and the Bears beat that team, it's so much more to it. And right now, the Packers don't look like themselves, and it's not even what I mean. It's not fun watching a person beat up on a person that's already supposed to lose. And the Packers are not supposed to look like they're supposed to lose, and that's what they look like right now. That's just how I have to express it. It's just not – it doesn't look good at all. No, no it I doesn't think look we're good. In, I think we're in for um, – this is going to be one of those things we have to sit back and watch and see how it unfolds um, uh, along with them and the Bears and a bunch of other teams around the league who are not having the successful year they wanted to have. You know um, – like I said before, unfortunately these this these lulls in the seasons they do happen, and so you have to deal with that you know um <clears throat> as you go forward. Can I ask a unrelated question to go ahead. This specific uh specific division mhm is it your opinion do you agree? But the entire NFL just seems so much more fun when both Dallas and 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 Oakland are doing good. Um, that sounds like you're not um, in agreement with that one. <laughs> I don't watch. Um, I don't know, and I really say, and I say that because, like, you know, I've been following. Um, Really, pretty I'm much admit, open to rap, only, fan, only because I, I have right. I'm not either. You know, I mean, but <laughs> when it comes, if I if I I can't say it's more exciting when they're doing better because I think the league is exciting is a lot more exciting when all teams are doing better. You know, and you don't have as many bottom tier teams. At, you know, um, when you're when you're playing because that makes it more interesting. So I really can't. I, yeah, I really, I really can't say that. That it's, you know, like because I don't follow Oakland to the point to where I, I'm mostly invested. And the same thing with Dallas. I don't follow them to the point to where I'm mostly invested either. So for me, if I happen to watch one of their games, one of their games, I just happen. I'm just it's one of the games that's on. I, I don't really have anything else to do. <laughs> You know, it's not like I'm watching because I want to see what the outcome is. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think it, I think the excitement of the season has to do with, you know, the which te- you know what teams are doing well within each of their respective leagues and 
how the league is doing overall, you know, as regards to does it really matter more if these two particular teams are, be, you know, be, have beaten each other in a head-to-head contest? Just my assessment. Man, the Bears are going to lose. Um, anything else, oh, no. the Packers are going to lose. It just is what it is today in the NFC North. Um, so, there's that. So, why don't we get out of depression? Because clearly this, this week of football for the it NFC is, North. And it's crazy. Because I was sitting here, th- I'm listening to a talk. I like neither. None of us really sound excited about the NFC North today. We're kind of like, ah, yeah. I'm so looking uh, forward to talking about college football. Today. Well, let's let's type it So we we gonna kick it off. I'm saying they call me too many. Like, the ebony lover. I validate the theory when I'm under the cover. Yes. Football. Well, see, I'll let y'all to know what that movie is. Gotta go find it. Gotta go find Wildcat. Wildcat. Right. Name's Tarula. I'm a real bad dude. Classic, classic, classic. But it changes the mood. And it rips us right into some NCAA action with a prime dime game between Ohio and Michigan as they played. No, pretty... say it right. The Ohio State. You don't just get I don't fuck Ohio. with Ohio State. I'm sorry. Pardon my. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. I will never. I bet I you're up now. I bet you are just like, huh? Did she just? Yes, yes. I'm loyal. Yes. Sorry. Oh. Yes, yes. So glad I'm sorry. Look, 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 sometimes, See. ladies and gentlemen, you, got, you know, your emotions get the best with you. Shock and value. you got to let it roll. And you're right, exactly. So sometimes we need to know, talk about I, I, the Ohio. State. I think I, I think I let the S one go uh, like a week ago. So yeah, you know, we might we we might be good for one at least a week. You know, once a week or once yeah, a show. Apparently, so don't be shy. Trying to <laughs> trying to make me like Ohio. Man, look, she roots for that Man. team up north. She roots for Man, that team so, up north. So look. Man, if you saw the game yesterday, if you happened to be at the game yesterday, if you were anywhere near a television or a phone or radio and you paid attention and gave your undivided attention to the Michigan-Ohio State game yesterday, oh, my God, you had a treat because it was one of the greatest games I've ever seen played. Double overtime. It comes down to and, and start off with the fact you know, that this rivalry game has never gone into overtime. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. It was number two versus number three. Oh. Last time that they were this high ranked and they went up against each other was probably what, two thousand and six? Yep. I think around the time. That's because I think they were one and two at the time back then. Uh and that was during the BCS days, and 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 then the BCS championship, uh, Florida destroyed Ohio State. That's a whole which we are story. so glad is over. Good farewell, BCS. It was not nice having you down for um, the BCS, but no, uh, uh-uh, no, 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 no. But oh my gosh, that game yesterday. 
Michigan came out prepared to march down the field on both ends because they just kept marching. And the office, Ohio State offense just looked real stagnant. And then a pick six happened. Then Julius Peppers came out. He got his first interception in the game. Samuel didn't want to play in the first three quarters. He came out in the fourth quarter and just said, I'm here. JT well, Barrett was it. I don't think it's that he didn't want to play the first three quarters. When you really look at it, they had him covered. His the coverage on him was very, very good. Samuel has not played well in the last three games. You know, and then the fourth quarter happened yesterday. As you all can tell, I was enjoying. I'm my head is going through overload, replaying the plays in my head. Deep. The defense of Michigan came to play. They were the number one ranked defense in the country. That front seven was coming after J.T. Barrett. But as much as you can say about the the front seven of Michigan, the front seven of Ohio State was going after space. It was coming down too. And uh, the secondary of Ohio State, they said, if you make a dumb play, we're going to capitalize on it. We're going to intercept this ball. The secondary of Michigan said, okay, if you throw us the ball, we'll take it too. That was a game that even the score doesn't express how much defense was played because that was a very defense-heavy game. Oh, my gosh. It It was a pleasure to watch such great football on a college level on both sides of the ball with both teams. Jim Harbaugh, you saw his frustration out there. You saw the jubilation behind Urban Meyer being excited. You saw his frustration when he made a bad call. And the kicker for Ohio State, 0 for 2 on his first kicks. If I remember something from our morning meeting, uh, our co-host Cass said, can we just get rid of kickers and just make the points just count? Because these kickers don't know when they want to kick. Yes, I'm so excited. Cass and Mike, would you all join back in? Because I could just ramble on. <laughs> you were doing oh, just fine, sir. Just fine. You really were. I was. I was like, you had your space, bro. Because um, I, I really do understand it. You know, it's one of the things where. It, it was such a like I said, it was a great game on both sides of the ball. Um, it was it was Spate was um, doing well outside of two interceptions and one for the pick six that you know um, ultimately decided that in the end. But for them to for it to be the game of the magnitude it was, you know, it, I think they it, it definitely gave the fans what they needed. It definitely you know led up to the caliber of game it was supposed to be. And, you know, I'm not an Ohio State Buckeyes fan by any means. I honestly was pulling for the Michigan Wolverines pull to um, win. Um, I am proud so to they, say I was part of the nation when it comes to that. Um, you know, but, you know, it, it it is what it is right now. And after 12 o'clock today, we will see what the rankings will look like. Because we'll um, see the AP uh, rankings. I have to wait till Tuesday for the college football playoff rankings. Right, Both you know, so, more. 
Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think that um, – I don't think that they're going to fall too much out of it. I think they'll still be right number four. Um, you know, still be right well, in the top uh, four. Uh, for number, one, number one was uh, number one was Alabama leading in. Number two was uh, Ohio State. Number three was Michigan. And number four was right. Clemson. I believe this week, in my opinion, if I were to guess anything, I believe Alabama will stay number one. I believe Ohio State will stay number two. They might drop to number three, but Clemson's going to be number three. And number four is going to be Washington. That's where well, I think I, this week will be. I think next week will next week will change things because of so many college football. I mean, uh, conference playoff games, conference championship games will be the following week, and Ohio State is not in theirs. Well, you know, you have to Ohio, look at the fact that like Clemson only play, they played South Carolina, who was an unranked team. They beat fifty six to seven. So if you're going oh, up, oh gosh. Yeah, I know, That right. didn't look like a rivalry game in you know, any way, shape, or form. And then Washington beat Washington State 45-17. to 17. Um, Between the – over these next few, because I think there's only like a couple more – there's really only a couple more weeks left, uh, two more weeks left, really, of the uh, football season for college. And when you get down to it, you know, it's yeah, you're right. It's really going to be close as determining who uh, who's going to be in the championship, and because of this loss, Michigan may find themselves like right, you know, just on the outskirts, or not even, you know, just be able to squeak in and get in, or not be able to be able to get in at all. Um, come Tuesday, um, for other games around the NCAA, um, you have Alabama who beat Auburn. Auburn. 30-12. to 12. Um, We already talked about Ohio State and Michigan. We already talked about Clemson and South Carolina. Number six, Wisconsin beat up on Minnesota 31-7. to seven. Penn State um, handed Michigan a nice little um, sorry, but the end of your seasoning is over <laughs> type of butt whooping 45-12. to 12. Um, Then you also had number nine, Colorado, come in and give number 22, Utah, a uh, a win, a loss, uh, twenty-seven to twenty-two. Number eleven, Louisville, who started out at number two, has dropped um, down, and they lost. Took another loss to the University of Kentucky, forty-one to thirty-eight. Notre Dame, who was doing somewhat okay, I guess, at some point, um, has now lost to USC, forty-five twenty-seven. Florida State who is number 14, beat number 15, Florida 31-13. to 13. Um, They seem to be trying to do something with their season as they are 9-3. After that graceful fall from number two to wherever they landed because it hasn't been in the top five since. Um, no dig, but a slight dig. Shots fired. Just play it. Um, Vanderbilt beat number 17, Tennessee, yesterday 45-34. Um, um, West Virginia, Number fifteen, number six, eighteen. I'm sorry, beat Ohio, Iowa State forty nine and nineteen. Number twenty four, Stanford beat Rice forty one and seventeen. And number twenty five, S um, Navy beat SMU seventy five to thirty one. Wow. Now the interesting thing is that no matter what, Western Michigan will not be getting into the football playoffs because they are simply not in a Power 5 conference, which, you know, um, sucks. 
Really? <laughs> it really starts with Western Michigan. West, yeah, see, there you go. Right. I mean, it's not just because they're not in a Power Five conference. They have their resume doesn't fit everybody else's because you can fight your way into a power into a college football playoff, but your resume has to match because that used to be the argument that Boise State had a few years back and TCU had a few years back. Right, now, right. TCU is now in a Power Five conference only because a lot, a lot of teams left the Big Twelve and. And the Big 12 had to go get some some teams, so they got TCU. And then Boise State, they got no love a few years back, and then all of a sudden last at the end of the year, they looked like they were going to the BCS championship game and then lost to Nevada. Well, once they lost to Nevada, that wasn't going to happen. And they still possibly would have made the college football playoff that year with only that one loss to Nevada and ironically, the Colin Kaepernick, Nevada, at that point in time, um, after that only loss there, they could have made the college football playoff. You know, it's funny that, that you mentioned that. Now I know why I kind of don't like it. He went to Reno. Sorry. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, he, I'm sorry, Colin Kaepernick kind of ended you know, the Boise you know. State run that particular season. And the reality is, if you have – such a great season that we have no choice but to pay attention to you, you can make the college football playoff. But I, I think it's also, you I don't know, I Western think Michigan, they don't have, have like like you season. said, they don't have, I, 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 I agree with you when you say they don't have a resume because they don't have a resume in the, in the form of the teams they've played. You know, now if you're Western Michigan and you're going to play like your Alabamas and your Michigans and your Ohio States, and you know, and you're playing your top teams and you're beating them, and you're establishing, you know, this kind of a repertoire for yourself, then I can see you making every argument available or possible, you know, for you to be included in that because you've beaten those teams, you know, well, in that regard. Boise State a few years back, they made a bowl game, and in the game they were expected to lose, they surprised the country, so it made the rest of the country pay attention to them after that. Western Michigan has not had that big bowl game that makes the writers, the AP, the Associated Press, um, and all of the coaches stand up and pay attention. This might be the season that makes us pay attention, but for right now – for right now, they they have to they have to kick in that door so that in future seasons you're you're paid attention to. Because for example, a, a few years back, uh, Northern Illinois they were paid attention to, and they kicked in the door. But their recruiting didn't maintain to where their their level of play stayed high. If when Western Michigan is going to be that team that we have to pay attention to in future years, their recruiting can drop off. This can't just be the culmination of all the seniors that do good. The freshmen, sophomores, and juniors have to maintain what these seniors have done. Agree. I do agree with you on that. I mean, Definitely. Um, I'm not know, one of those people that, uh, that accept, well, they're not the Power Five Conference we can't pay attention to you. Well, because you're not in a Power Five conference, 
You just got to work that much harder. And that's just how it is. Indeed. That's just how it is. And I I, I, I think that right now, especially with the way that, you know, the playoff settings are set up, you know, if you're a school who can work your way into the type of a schedule situation where you can prepare and get you some notoriety and you can get some, you know, um, some important wins under your belt, then, you know, I think you're doing a lot better than it's, it's because it's like anything else. It's like marketing. You know, you gotta you gotta put your you gotta put in order to be the best. You gotta play the best. And if you're not playing the better teams, then you don't really have a um, standard of which to judge yourself about. You know, it's like we always tell. I always tell my oldest son. You know, you need older friends. <laughs> not too much older. You know, you need older friends, you, or you, if you're the smartest person in your crew, in your group, then you need to be around other different people where you're not the smartest person, so you can learn more. You know, same thing goes here when it comes down to these conferences. If you're not playing the higher caliber teams, then you need to get those higher caliber teams, you know, onto your roster. Now, granted, most of you don't know that costs money because you have to pay for this stuff to happen. So if you're a small school, you don't have the money to pay for a big school to come out and come play you, then most likely it won't happen. However, if you do have the money, you can make some things happen. You know, so it's just a matter of, you know. Did we lose you, Mike? Did your, did your headset just come out of the computer? No, that was my, you know, um, never mind. I want to talk about it. <laughs> I know technical difficulties are never fun. Yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, it it is it is what it is. You gotta pay. You gotta basically pay to play. And yeah. when it comes to these teams like your your Alabamas, your Clemsons, your Washingtons, your your Michigans, your Ohio State, these are the ones that we want to talk about. And I don't have any problem talking about them because they give us good drama. They give us good games to see. If Western Michigan kicks in the door, I'll enjoy talking about them, just like I enjoyed talking about Boise State a few years back and TCU a few years back. Western Michigan, do what you do, and we will enjoy talking about you too. Did he just run? It was not. Oh, it was not meant to be. <laughs> it was. Much. I was not. I, I caught was not it. That's okay. Uh, Reverend Jesse he just Jackson. He just busted. I was not channeling Reverend Jesse Jackson. I was not doing that. <laughs> I, now where are we gonna see, go? I wasn't really going to a reverend. You know, I was thinking more towards the hip hop side. But okay, since so you want to go to a reverend, no, that Jesse. was lyrics. Right. So I wasn't going to even try to profess to claim that I was doing the hip hop thing. <laughs> hey man, wow. it's all in the light of the day. I mean, you know, it's it cloudy it day here in Chicago. Caesar before it would be hip hop. Shirley Caesar, you got beans green. Yes, I did. I did bring the green. <laughs> I bring the, the, the green potatoes. tomatoes, beans, beans. <laughs> you name <laughs> lamb, ram. <laughs> What's really going there? We should have, we should have done a challenge. I can never get you guys to do that. I would have done it. I had everything. Which challenge? I had to cook everything all by myself. They had the the the, the Shirley Caesar the beans. See what, what we forgot to do for Thanksgiving, and we have to do it for Christmas. 
we didn't do the Thanksgiving draft for dinner. I was not so going to have to do the Christmas the dinner draft. Oh. We can, we, let's just do it for Christmas because I was preoccupied and I was not from Detroit. I'll be drafting no food. I had a situation going on and I won't worry about no food. I hear you. So, then, so yeah, so that. for Christmas, we can do our draft. <laughs> Um, we can do the, the Christmas dinner one. draft. We will have that. We gonna have beans, greens. No, I don't want that anymore. No episode. Yeah, well, I don't know. We might have to find it, find a different one. Well, you know, somebody probably come up with another, with one, and then we have to do one. I know it's like a challenge every week, but you know what, ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to do these challenges, while some of them are fun, funny, and interesting. Please know how to spell the name of the challenge because if I, I have just learned that mannequin can be spelled fifty different ways, which has nothing oh to do God. with the way the word is spelled. I was looking like now, man, what I can. Oh my God, it was really bad. I was like, I know everybody has <laughs> Google on their phone. Everybody has Google dictionary dot com. No, they, they can't spell dictionary. No, they can't spell dictionary. Oh, so, wow. No, just go ask Google. Oh, they can spell Google, Google, but they can't spell dictionary. You don't even have to spell Google. If you hold your phone up, the iPhone, Android, oh, yeah. Metro PCS, and say, okay, Google, Google will show up. Right. How do I it's spell like mannequin? That. Okay, you don't even have to use Google. Bing it. No. You know, but yeah, it'll sing it. You know. Uh, also, man, the, the, some of these mannequin challenges have been hilarious. Um, some one of have, my favorites yeah. has, been, you know, one of my favorites has been the one um, where they get to the end and the old lady is, you know, she's shaking at the end and stuff with her with the glass of water in her hand. Um, I've also seen the one with the monkeys dancing. That's been a trip. <laughs> that was that was so funny. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. I was like, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. No, no, for real, monkeys that dancing and the tight and the choreography. Like somebody took some time to really put some planning, effort into making this happen and, and syncing it up. They, they you, did. Then was, you had a lot of it, it, a lot of teams got to do it. We definitely saw the Giants version. Okay, um, um, so the Minnesota version, defense. Yeah, Minnesota that defense was. Got um, to do it. Um, so it's 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 been it was cool. It's it's been cool. There, 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 it, cool it definitely cool. has been one of the better challenges I've seen, and more creative. Yeah. Um, uh, so my I really, favorite I, one know. is still the one that uh, the Howard University Law School did. That was uh, a good one. They, that was a very good. One. They stretched that throughout the campus, so it stretched the, far. Yeah, it was. It, it was a really far. good one. And I have respect for anybody doing. A mannequin challenge because on Thanksgiving Day, my little cousin Olivia, I give you props. She tried to get the family together to do a mannequin challenge on Thanksgiving, and getting the elderly people to listen and sit still and not move or talking through the challenge. Bless your heart, Olivia, you tried. It's so, so much it's like talking to, point to kids. <laughs> it's like talking to kids. Oh my God, she she tried, she tried, and see, we, we see, got mo- we see. would always get most of the people, but always one person would mess it up to the point where she finally said, "Forget it, we just done, we did it, we tried." And I definitely Olivia wasn't is, even going to attempt. 
Like if I yeah, I, I, I live here seven my family, years old, my, my she got all my the grandmother has Alzheimer's. It wasn't gonna work. She wasn't gonna do it. It's not gonna happen. See, what but we, we could have done one. We we could have done one, and we know how to spell the word correctly, so we could have really. Exactly. Done one. <laughs> you know, we know how we to Google it. Um, we were listening well, to class. Yeah, pretty much. We have to get together and plan out one and make it kind of cool. I don't know. Right. I oh, saw one, cool one. One of one of the coolest ones I saw was a guy who did one by himself. You know, oh, so the camera was everywhere. Around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cool. That was one of the coolest. I did ones. like that. I like, okay, that's. I like, I like that okay. one. Um, I can get with that one because were, he took some time. Were, yeah, that was like really cool though. Like he was in like everywhere the camera was going. It was so cool. And then there was one. Um, well, by me, I was like. A Vine fanatic, R.I.P. Vine. I was a Vine fanatic. I have met most of them. I know most of them now. Um, but the one that King Karan did, oh, God, what's his girlfriend's name, who was also a Vine star even before they hooked up, and they did the Trapped in the Closet version from R. Kelly. It was so awesome. Oh, no. It was oh, so no. awesome. Oh, no. Who was Oh, no, and I'm just saying, oh no, because you said they did a trapped in the closet version. It was, it was, it was basically like you, you really, if you'd have to Google it, it was probably the very first mannequin challenge that I had seen that had scenes to it. Mm. Like it was straight. I like the ones when they them, when they bring the dogs in, the in and the pets. And when, they, when they bring the pets in oh. and get the pets to be still are hilarious. And, and oh, it's funny because it's funny because the That's, pets' eyes are looking at whoever. Funny. It's telling them to be still. Whoever like, taking a picture. Can I move yet? Can I move? Should I move now? Don't move. Right now. Don't move. Like, it's Cause so I saw funny. One, someone, somebody, uh, somebody used their, um, uh, what was it, terrier. And it was too funny. Uh, man, hilarious. Well, ladies and gentlemen, yes, we are talking. Normally we'd be talking about, um, you know, What's going on around the NFL? But we're talking about the mannequin challenge day, and I guess that's just because that is going on around the NFL. You know, that is yeah, it, it really talking is. About. You know, um, yeah. And it's, it's obvious the teams that are doing good, of, okay, they're doing good. You know what? So there have been a lot of refs though that have been doing the mannequin challenge on the field, and I um oh my goodness have witnessed it. Because I'm like, so you just not you just gonna stand there and not throw that flag, huh, dude? Because yeah, that's pretty <laughs> okay. much it. They okay. are participating. Black Beatles in was playing in the play. background. Got to be. You know. Wait. They were now, at that said, point. This is one thing I want to talk about. Um, yes. And, and although we breezed over it, and you you bring up the referees made me think about this. I have a problem with mm-hmm. Harbaugh. And how much of a sore loser he was about that game yesterday. He was, though. Hey, he truly hey, was. Man, you know, yeah, plus, you know, the penalty and I think he overreacted. That was, I um, think it was a hard loss for him. I, I, it, was oh, yeah, hard, yeah. it was a really Definitely. emotional, hard Definitely. loss. That was a hard one. You know, I mean, you have to think about it for for the rivalry between these two schools. You know, I was there when back in ninety one or ninety two, whenever it was, uh, when Desmond Howard won the Heisman Trophy and ran the touchdown, the punt return touchdown against Ohio State. 
So that gives you all, if you're listening, you know, depending on how old you are, you either remember that game or you're too young to not remember that game. Um, but or you weren't born. Back, right, one of the two. Um, one of the three, rather. But the rivalry goes back so far, I can understand why it was so important to him and why he reacted, you know, with so much emotion. Does that, you know, condone condone what he did? No, not at all. I think that you have to always, you know, govern yourself within reason, um, you know, of your emotions. But, yeah, you know, it was it was a hard-fought game, man. Yeah, how can you expect him not to be all, in, in you know, in his feelings? <laughs> You really can't expect them not to be. They, they both teams play well. Um, they both capitalize on the mistakes of other teams when they need to. Um, and just unfortunately, Michigan was just on the short end of, of the win the other you know last night. And it's just the way it comes out. And I can understand why he, he was just he's so emotional about it. And Know, and, and really get it. He so. wanted that. He, he they they wanted that. He wanted that. They wanted that. He wanted that win bad. You know, so he I wanted, you know, but it's 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 okay to be to, to say your piece and pay whatever fine you're gonna have to pay. But we always ask these players to not be sore losers. That was just just wrong. I don't care how much he wanted it because it was clear. How much Urban Meyer wanted it, the way he reacted. You know to the what? Win. You know what? Sometimes, sometimes though, I think, and I know it's a profession that they chose, but sometimes I think you got to give a guy five minutes. And we saw this with Aaron Andrews and 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 Richard Sherman. Sometimes with that adrenaline, be a happy adrenaline, angry adrenaline, crap talking on the field. Sometimes it's just like let the coach go over there, blow off some steam, kick over the little Gatorade canister, let him do what he needs to do. He'll be back. But when you're just right, right on his head, like what do you think about the loss? Ah, you lost. You know, and I mean, what kind of reaction did you think you were going to get? Like all you see is everywhere that your team could have actually capitalized, and and you see how hard your team fought for this W, and and you didn't get it after after all of that. And true, I I do agree. There's you know, there's some class and some tact that needs to be given, but that was a the game was crazy. It was nuts. It was it was it was it was it was, uh, it was a well. If we say we go back to NFL, we go to we go to coach. It was Zero. everything you expected. This man right. has to go to the eye doctor for minor surgery the next day. He ripping. He's got a corneal tear, like tears in the corneal. I mean, it's it's just. It's just that adrenaline, and I think they needed to give him five minutes. Yeah, I know. That was emotional. When you when you coming off of a major game, you know, especially when you're on the losing end of it, you know, you have to make concession for the fact that I don't want to talk right now. Just not in a good space. And and, and that's not not supposed to happen. And and it's not supposed to happen because you have your media responsibilities. And, you know, when you come off the field, you have to go in there and talk. And everybody wants to be in your face about, well, coach this. And what did you think about this moment? And at this moment, did you think that this game changed? Was this a game changer for you? All these questions coming at you. Well, you really wanted to be like, man, shut up and leave me alone because I really want to talk about it right now. Right. But you can't do that. (laughs) 
you know, so yeah, I, I you know, I agree. He probably could have used an extra five, ten minutes just to kinda like, you know, sit there and digest what was going on before everybody jumped in his face and you know, and it went the right it did. So but we learned it happens. From, I agree. He's know, gotta be an example for his team. Yeah. But I he's not the first he's not the first coach's attitude and you know, I and I man, please. You know, it's a very it was a very important thing for him because he had a lot on line. You got to think about about where Michigan yeah. was last year when he took over, you know, and they were playing well, but not as well as they playing this year. This year they're playing outstanding. So within a two-year time frame, you know, he's completely got the program going in the direction it needs to go in. So, you know, when you have rivalries, you know, rivalries are always the ones that hurt you the most when you, when you, you know, lose them and they, and they make you feel the most – uh, superhuman when you win them, so you know I, I I definitely get where he's coming from, um, but you know like I said, as far as the overreacting part, yeah, that part you could always handle better. You know we should always be as gracious winning as we are losing, um, and handle everything with class nope. and with, with dignity. Just not that way. You know, it's but just... it don't happen that way. And, and he's been pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, he's always been like you that know. One got him. So, yeah, he's always been a pretty good, you know, um, person when it comes to graciously losing or you know, or graciously winning. So he's never seemed to be type to be like over the hill and just like you know, all of his feelings about it. So I can definitely get get why this one instance you can be like, all right, man, we gotta give you time to back and just let you go ahead and do you because we get it. <laughs> You know, right. You know, I, I'm not but even a both fan, teams because that was that was a serious game. Indeed. So Renard, indeed, going back indeed. to you, Renard, are you there? Yes, I'm here. So one of my favorite people to interact with on Twitter is the the amazing Ross Reed. If you guys are not following Bears columnist and sports junkie. And also congratulations on your new baby, the new addition to the family. Ross is absolutely hilarious. So sometimes I go through tweets just to see, like, what's going on. And I am literally in tears laughing. I had to actually go on mute for a second only because Ross would like to let everyone know that Matt Barkley is Caleb Haney from a warmer weather school, and we've seen this movie before. Bears fans, please don't get excited. Wow. Who wants to be Caleb Payne? <laughs> Who even wants to be? What, <laughs> what a reference. Uh, wow. Uh, oh, wow. man. That's hilarious. Hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. I mean, I that part is not good. We can just leave it at that. I mean, I am not, I am not excited about it. I would rather. I have said it since the beginning of the season. I wish Matt Bark. I mean, I wish David Fell was the backup. You know, I mean, like, you know, I, the, whole the bottom line is, man. I have no, I have no expectations of, you know the Bears doing well for the next five games. It's just because it's not really going to make a difference. It's not. It's, you know. No, it, the so, Bears out and it wouldn't mean anything. That's what I'm saying. It's not going to make a difference, you know. I mean, 
at this point, we've passed the halfway mark now. So if they if they weren't in a position before now, you know, it, it's you're just watching it to be watching it. You're a fan. You're definitely a fan at this point. And you want to go because you love the Bears and you want to support them and you just want to go ahead and ride out the season and you hope that, you know, when it comes time for the draft and free agent decisions to be excuse me, to be made, that, you know, some actual decent decision is made that makes sense. So the season can be worthwhile next year when you go spend all this money on your tickets. However, next year. <laughs> next year? You really think that the season's next really? Hey, man. Like, look, really? I, uh, look, I so in 2020. Chicago, man, I'm just telling you. You know, um, so in I watched my games from the house. Let's say something. Go ahead. 2020. So that probably be good, yeah. though. That would be very good then. I don't know. 2020. 2020, though. I'm, I'm for real. I believe it's going I down. I mean, I give him like 40. I can give him four years. <laughs> Yeah, it's going down in four years. That's that's reasonable. I mean, that's a reasonable time for them to, like, you know, figure out, like, okay, well, you know, by the time they might have found somebody other than Jay Cutler, um, they may figure out what an actual receiving course should look like and and defensive backs that should protect them. Um, Because they tend tend to pretty much know how to find linebackers um, and every now and then a defensive end. you know, offensive linemen seems to elude, you know, outside of Kyle Long, but that's in that chance to elude us in the quarterback situation. Well, you know, hey, that's kind of like self-explanatory. So yeah, it's about two, about four years. I can, you know, I can, I can see that four years from now. Yep. And four years from now. You could say twenty twenty. You know, Chicago will be back in and winning conditions. And if anything happens before them. It is a truly, truly, truly miracle. <laughs> that meant that nobody else in the NFC North was playing at all. Man. For any reason whatsoever. Because it doesn't look good. It's well, like, it's just... Blah. So is there anything, or can we just... I mean... The reality is college football was better this week than what we've gotten so far from football. And when I look at the slate of games for today, I don't see anything today comparing to what college football gave us yesterday. So we already know the NFC North, the the competitive game between the Lions and the Vikings was probably the best game in the NFL for the entire week, in my opinion. Um, whether you would call that a good game, <laughs> um, that's debatable. It was a competitive game. I have my feelings. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, wouldn't it have to be like both comp- – wouldn't it have to be compelled to be good? Well, in order to be good, um... it has to be competitive – but I won't no, necessarily say some, just because you know, it's competitive, seen, it's a good game. 
All right, and so for me, your host, Cass, that is it. We are signing off because we have some football to watch. So tune in next week via Blog Talk Radio for Football Fan Rush for more updates, fan opinion, and a ton of laughs. Indeed, and if you want, you can always join in with us on Twitter. Um, we do talk about the games. We chat it up, and, you know, you are welcome to join in with us, you know, the more the merrier, so we can keep the lively conversation going. As always, you all have a great and safe weekend. If you're in the house where it's cold, stay warm. If you're out where it's warm, get out the house and get fresh air, and you all have a great, great Sunday.